grand rising powerful being how do you observe your pain without becoming it what does that mean here's what it means sometimes we identify with it instead of saying i'm in a boat that is scary at the moment we say i am the scary boat why don't we start saying oh i'm just in this boat trip right now it's rocky but that's not me it's just a situation it's just a wave it's just an energy and motion that's what we're talking about when i'm saying observe your pain but don't become it you know what's going on but don't identify it so much that you put yourself in the box and that's true freedom freedom is observing your pain but not getting stuck in the loop of thinking that you are your pain so the only thing i'm here to do is not to remind you of anything that you didn't necessarily know but it's just to remind you that you're not the pain you're you so keep being yourself Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Observing your pain without becoming it is about playing the observer role. Instead of asking what's wrong with me, start asking what's going on with my pain body, right? Some, there's a song that says, you've been with me, but you haven't been with this new body. <laughs> That's a real thing, right? Because there's something called your pain body. And it's just your past pains come up throughout your present moment and it steals your joy. It steals your present. You could be, like, you ever, like, you're sitting down. Like, you're just enjoying, you at the beach. You're just enjoying the beach. And then somebody's name cross your head. And then all of a sudden, you feel so horrible. Just their names. Mind you, if you got their face with that name, double trouble. All of a sudden, just thinking about somebody can bring you distress. Why? Because when you thought about them, you didn't think about them. You thought about your emotions of them. Right. So thoughts bring about pain when we are letting those pain bodies take over. So what do I mean by that? Sometimes you're like, you change so much. You tell somebody, well, why you change so much? Well, they didn't necessarily change that much. They just stopped living in their pain body. So now they're not attractive because you're not meeting them at their pain anymore. They're growing out of their pain. And because of that, you might say, oh, you change so much. Sometimes we don't change, our faces change. And when people see us evolve, they're like, bro, what happened? Well, you started to let go of who you thought yourself to be rather than 
you started to let go who you taught yourself into being. So before I confuse you, let's go back. When you meet somebody and they start to say, I'm going to let go of my old ways. If you met them in those old ways, you're going to let them go too. Here's what, here's what that means. We have an association with our ways and our brains have chemical blueprint to match our ways. And when somebody is trying to change or have change out of that, we want them to remain the same. That's because a lot of times we live in our pains. We don't live in our creation power. And what I mean by that is we live on how we're used to, right? They say used to bees don't make no honey, baby, right? And a lot of times we used to like, we lived our lives like we used to. Therefore, we stay accustomed to what we're used to. So we're used to, if you're used, if you're used to something, you're going to live your life out that way. Let's say somebody start to change up and you are used to them. You no longer want to be with them because they're changing. And there is the where you got familiar with them, that's no longer the case. This could be positive or negative, which means you can be the friend that's not growing. And while you think your friends are leaving you, they're growing out of your life or you're growing out of their lives. It goes both ways. Don't think that you're the only one who grows out of people's lives. So what I'm saying is, we have to identify who we really are and not our pains because if we only make relationships based on our pains, when we evolve out of those pains, those relationships will go away. If we only make decisions based on our pains, when we evolve out of our pains, those decisions don't make any more sense. When we make decisions out of pain and not out of our creation power, what happens is we live a life of constant loss. Because you can't hold to the pain as much as you try to hold on to it because the pain is just a past thing. So let's say we try to hold on to the past to have an identity in the present. That doesn't mean that that identity in the present will stay constant because it's pain based on the past. It's not creative. If you're creating your life based on a limiting state, which was your past, it's not creative, therefore it don't last. So... Don't build anything on pain because pain is of the past. If it happened, then now is how do I move forward? So observing the pain. Somebody said, how do I do that? Let's get back on topic. How do I observe the pain and not identify with it? What's the difference between the two? Observation, to look at, to see, to look at, to have from a different perspective, to look at from a higher point, to observe. To utilize your godly power. When I was a kid, I always heard this thing. God is watching you. So if God watching us is watching you, then your observer and yourself is the God within you. So that's the part of you that kind of know what you know that's good, that's right. But there's also another part of you called your carnal nature. So your pain would be your carnal being, your spirit being the observer, the godly power within you. That's when you're able to step outside yourself and look into yourself. Retrospection. Animals can't do that introspection. Animals can't retrospect or introspect, but humans can. To live in your creation power is introspection. To leave, to leave, to live in your past is when you are going to the past. I forgot, I just said the word. Introspection is in the present. 
right? And then when you retrospection is in the past. And let me make sure I got that word right. What do I mean by that? When you say, oh, what's going on with me right now? Or what emotions am I feeling? We are introspective. When we say, oh, what they said meant based on, then we are retrospective because we are going back to the past subconsciously, gathering up details and coming up to conclusion. So what does identifications do? It puts you in the box where you're only judging based on limiting information from a past thing. That's what identification do. Observation allows you to get more clarity because observation says, let me see the current fact, right? Retrospection says, let me see the past false truths and call them true. So let's get away from the past into the present. How do you do that? Well, first of all, I want you to see, I'm let's start saying, I'm observing myself being angry. How about, what if retrospection, what if you introspection, you said, I am observing myself being angry. That says that you are looking at yourself doing something. You are looking at your carnal being being this way. Start saying this word. I am looking at myself being resentful. I am looking at myself being stressed out easily. I am looking at myself being. What does that do for you? When you step out of identification, I am, to observation, I am looking at myself being, then you can transform what you're looking at. When you identify with what you're looking at, you can't transform it because you are it. So God couldn't create humans if God was human. If God was a man, then it'd be hard for him to create humans because he's like, that's all God knows. When you identify in a box, that's all you know, so you limit your creation power. You guys are catching my drift? So when we say, oh, okay, I'm looking at myself being this way, you're saying, oh, this is how I'm experiencing my life, but if I choose to act differently, then I can experience my life differently. You get the difference? I hope you, if you're getting this, comment below. Share this video to five friends and comment done if you're watching live. This is a very important message. I know I can get philosophical on you, but this is just how I communicate, right? Um, share this video to five friends, comment done. Let me do it myself. Share it to a couple people. If you're watching on Facebook or the replay on YouTube, bear with me. I'm just sharing so that more people can tap in. Like I said, I love the process. I love when one person watches because I see 10,000, right? I see millions of lives being impacted even after I'm gone. So y'all keep sticking with me as I share this so more and more people can tap in. Um, and I appreciate you. Let me send them. Boom. Okay, there we go. So what was I talking about? identification versus observation. There's a difference between the two, right? So I want you to be more of an observer and not an identifier, right? Stop claiming the I am's before noticing is this a fleeing moment or is it a definite fact, right? I am, I have bad memory. 
I am slow. I am always tired. I am, I am. I, we literally, we normally have limiting statements behind our ultimate creation statement. Stop doing that. Stop having the most limiting thing behind the most empowering statement in the world, which is the statement I am. What you're doing is you are identifying with your pain body and not the spirit. When the I am is based on what man has told you about a temporary thing in your life, you're identifying with circumstance and not possibility. What's the difference? Okay, somebody says, I am depressed. Now, this in the mental health community, somebody said, well, this is a fact. Somebody's going to come to you and say, well, this is a scientific fact. If there's lack of serotonin production in the gut, if there are specific things, if you're mixing if you if your sadness and you're supplementing and whatever whatever they're gonna get a lot of they're gonna say okay you're going through a major depressive disorder I do not like that right depression is a thing but to claim a major depressive disorder is to make it an identity and that's the issue so it's not to say okay this is the science this is the observation okay I am observing I'm low in energy that's true I am observing that my serotonin Production is low because I'm low of energy. That's just about the same thing. I'm observing that I've lost interest in doing certain things. That's true. I'm observing that I spend more time sleeping than usual. That's true. I'm observing there is a lethargicness that it goes throughout the day. I'm not excited for life. This is true. These are symptoms that have, over time, have studied how an alignment, a life out of order, reaches to these accumulated or exemplified disorder so it doesn't mean that you are have to identify with this it just means that you got to reorder the house so major depressive disorder should not be an identification it should be a realization about self through observation so now you could go transform your lifestyle you adopt a holistic lifestyle to then now order your life Order the routines, order the things you're going to do, order the, the juice detox, or the juicer, order the membership to the Holistic Lifestyle Tribe. When you observe enough about you, then you can say, oh, this is what's going on, but we don't identify with what's going on. We seek of the action to transform it. That's what being a creator is about. When you identify with what's going on, then you limit what can be growing on. When you identify so much with what's going on, you limit what could be growing on. And the difference is the limitations of a past repeat of an event is way less attractive than what you can do if you say, man, you know what? Up until this point, I have been eating chips a lot i've been drinking excess sugars i haven't been thinking positive thoughts i haven't had a routine i haven't been working with my body i haven't had a community of people i haven't found a passion i've been talking bad about myself um i've been interpreting other people's words and making it my own up at this point all of these things cause a disorder in my life now that i'm noticing this i am going to i am growing to do a b c d I am going to make a dedication to have a routine. I'm going to make a dedication to wake up and prime my day rather than just go through the day. I'm going to grow through the day. I'm going to start with positivity, with high energy, 
with mindful movement, with personal development, with affirmations. I'm going to do this because I'm growing out of this circumstance. I'm not identifying with the pain. I'm going to grow through the pain. What is the difference? Same thing, same challenges, just a different mindset. Somebody said, well, I have major depressive disorder. Well, is this a fact that scientifically they came up with terms to put everything in an umbrella? Yes, this is true, but you don't have to claim it, right? So that's why I like to tell people, don't claim it even though it's a scientific fact. Let that be a marker and say, well, right now I'm growing through major depressive tendencies and I'm learning how to reorder myself inside out to transform my life. It's a different mindset. Both of it is true. You can say, okay, chemically, there are all the symptoms are there. However, spiritually, I am not going to identify with the, the doctor or the psychologist or your therapist says, well, you have major anxiety disorder. No, stop claiming it. Well, this is a psychological fact and how they claimed it, but it's not a disorder. I want you to hear this. I'm not putting down what is going on with you. But I'm saying you don't have to identify with it. Once you identify with it, you form the box and you put yourself in it. Now, does it mean that some people don't have, don't, don't have the symptoms of having a major anxiety disorder based on the psychology terms? Yes, you probably do. You might fidget, right? You might be standing in a line and you're thinking about what everybody's thinking about you. You might find yourself, your heart racing. You might find yourself getting bats in your belly when you try to speak somewhere. You might experience the symptoms of anxiety, but that's because there's other components that haven't been still, that haven't been balanced. So would you say that I have major anxiety disorder or I'm learning how to be more present, how to be more accepting, or how to be more loving, or how to have more self-confidence, how to confide in me as a spirit being and not as a pain being? It's a difference. It's about the same experience of life but instead of identifying the experience and putting you in a box, you observe the experience, you transform the experience. I want to say this, this nugget. Don't just identify the experience and then identify with it. Observe the experience and then do something to enhance your current life experience. So if you don't identify it, you observe it, then you can turn that observation into transformation. That's how scientific experiments work. There's a problem statement. What is your problem statement? You have an issue in your life. You have a stressor. You have pain. You have an anxiety. You have a worry. You have some guilt. You have some shame. You have some blame. You have some things you need to forgive about yourself. What is your problem statement? But then, then you have a hypothesis. So other people make their own hypothesis about you. They say, oh, well, this person is this. This person is crazy. This person is stupid. This person is just an angry, pissed off person. This person is full of this. They make up their things about you. So they put you in a box. The psychologists didn't want to put you in a box. They say, well, this person has a major depression order. This, this person has major anxiety disorder. This person is bipolar. So you have society putting you in boxes. And then you go to your doctor and then your doctor says, well, you have high blood pressure. Then your doctor says you have this. Then your doctor says you have that. So everybody then identifies you in this. And then you go, then I want to ask you, if the doctor identifies you as something, your friends identify you as something, society identifies you as something, um, and then now you then identify you as that same thing, you think that's going to give you a positive result? If your workplace is saying, well, this person um, is lazy, which is not the case. 
this, somebody else is saying this person is this way and then they're saying this person has this are you going to then say okay well i am i am just depressed person i am just full of anxiety all the time i am no stop identifying with it observe it say sometimes i grow through these anxiety issues sometimes i observe that i can't sit still it's a difference worrying when you speak with observation than when you make a dead on conclusion on how you're going to be based on what's happening right now observation says i'm seeing this about me and then that leads to transformation therefore i'm taking this action to transform it identification says i'm seeing this and it is me observation says i'm seeing this about me observation says i'm seeing this experience right now i'm experiencing it i don't necessarily want to experience it so therefore i can change it identification says i'm experiencing this right now and i will keep experiencing it on forever this will never change it will always be like this my life will always be in this breath one of them says i see it and it is true but i'm not it right some of somebody says oh okay well that's i see the major difference so what are the tools that i said each of them has to do with observation has to do with introspection looking within to see what's happening right identification have to do with retrospection subconsciously looking in the past to see what happened and then identifying with the past introspection is i look at myself and i see what's happening and i'm okay with it or not okay with it so i do something about it identification is i look inside of me i look outside of me and i only base on what i'm seeing based on what was past what was then that's identification so why do i keep saying it over and over i'm saying stop identifying with the challenges observe them only in your observation state do you activate the god power within You ever heard of the thing that you got an angel and you got a devil inside of you? That's what observation is about. Being the observer is being the angel. Being the identifier is being like the devil. Right? So let's say you observe that you ate a little bit too much chocolate cake. The angel says, "Well, stop eating chocolate cake. It's okay." Forgive yourself for eating this chocolate cake. Leave it alone. You go about, you listen to the angel, life is good. You listen to the observer, observer. The identifier says the devil, "Wow, you ate that chocolate cake. You so fat. Stop eating fox chocolate cake." <laughs> right? Blames you, shames you, says, "You see, you never, you always you sometimes." The devil is these limiting emotional states that condemn you and condemns you to your sin, the common word we've heard. That's the devil on your shoulder. That's in your mind. This is the tool that says, "Let me shame this person to reside in their carnal nature." While we think shame does good, shame keeps you perpetuating the pain. Guilt is the tool of change. that's the tool that the angel helps us grow with that's the observation tool of the white angel on your shoulder or whatever the angel on your shoulder and what's that saying is listen oh you did this it's okay 
However, if you keep doing this, here's how what might happen to your life. The devil says, you did this, you are condemned. The, the devil in your mind takes you to the hell of the condemnation of the action that you did. But I want to remind you that you are not your mistakes. You are not your sins. You are not the things you perpetuated against yourself. You are a creative being. And as soon as you realize that, step into your spirit, you can observe the pain, let it communicate to you and do something to prime yourself to a better living state. So you don't have to be a, a burden to you. You can let it go so you can grow. So you're like, how do I do this? Instead of saying, okay, I'm feeling this way, start saying, I'm seeing I'm feeling this way. Instead of saying, I am this, say, I'm experiencing this. This is the difference. Instead of saying, I am depressed, I am going through this moment of boom, boom, boom. So you're saying, I am enduring or I'm prospering over this circumstance and I'm going to go to a different path. So Diva, recommendation for removing mucus, detox. That's it. Detox, text spring clean to 561-510-9605 and I'll send you the details on that. Detox. So that was pretty much the podcast for today, y'all. I really wanted to come on here to share with you observing the pain and not identifying with it. And uh, I know this added value to you, and I invite you to keep listening um, to this podcast. Go to this website um, called edtalksdaily.com. Let me drop it uh, in, in the chat right now. Go to this website called edtalksdaily.com, and you'll be able to subscribe to this podcast and... Uh, And a couple of things. Yeah, you really want to do that detox cleanse. I can help you um, do it. Just got to text me. I have specific episodes on that. So today's not the episode. So that's why I'm not giving you all the full details. All right. So I want to thank y'all for being here. Um, once again, you have the power within you to change your life. You don't have to live in the past. You can transform your present, future. Text sprinkling to 561-510-9605. The link, just dropped it. Wow. All right. So y'all stay blessed, stay in your power, and I'll see you when I see you. Subscribe to the podcast by going to edtalksdaily.com. Remember, you have the unlimited power in you to create the life that you deserve. You don't have to live in the past. You can create the present, create the future by living in the present. And until you believe that that's possible for you, the world will forever miss the true essence of you. They will only get the pseudo version. For your sakes, for your sake, for the world's sake, for your children's sake, for your legacy's sake, for your soul's sake, Please let your spirit out here and stop residing in your carnal being, okay? So I dropped this message for y'all today and uh, let it resonate. Tap back into it. The full thing will be available so you can go back and watch the full thing. Peace.
I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine, don't hide it, don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.